When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome to the big, the one, the only episode 300, episode 300 of She Podcasts, which I didn't think I would have as much of a reaction to as I'm having, but I know, right? Thanks. It's a really big deal, I have to say. Um, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. And I've seen a couple other people have that milestone this week. And I was like, that's cool. and look good for them. And we have done no prep for it. No, none whatsoever, at all. Because we didn't think we would have. But then this morning I woke up and I was like, dear God, I'm recording my 300th episode with Elsie, a person that I paid no attention to for the first two years we were friends. <laughs> and vice versa. She paid no you attention to me. We were like ships in the night, and now we've done something together for six years. The only other person I've been able to sustain anything for six years was out of marital promise. Yes, you're (laughs) correct. It's crazy. I mean, it's like the consistency of communications with another human in this way, outside the scope of people that are in my face all day, every day. Yes, absolutely insane. So let me introduce her. I'm Jessica Kupferman. If this is your first episode, congratulations. You've won the prize. This is our 300th episode. I'm Jessica Kupferman. With me for six years, as always, my co-host, Elsie Escobar, the one and only, and also our producer who's been here with us for five years, it turns out, John Jamingo, the brilliant and always crabby She Podcast Challenged, John Jamingo. We've she given podcast. him so much yeah, difficulty. That be, that's a good description. Years. She Podcast Challenged. We are his most annoying client. Not not we, you. I am his <laughs> <laughs> I am his most annoying client and uh I have to say I I would be proud of it but I would be afraid that he would kill me. But I'm That's very proud true. to be his most annoying client because it just goes to show you that podcasting is a lot of editor and you don't need skill if you have a good editor, right? Right, John? Hey. But it helps. It helps. It helps yes. to have some skill. I have a skill. I have the gift of gab. You do. That's my skill. Yes, you do have that skill. I think, uh, yes. Spontaneous talking. So actually, so I was thinking about it being our 300th episode, and I woke up this morning all impressed with myself. And so I went to listen to the first one, fully expecting that my audio was going to be 100% cringeworthy. And instead, it was her Her audio is a effing nightmare. And in addition, it's horrible. uh, And in addition, John, I'm sure you're not surprised to know that the first 20 seconds of our podcasting life together did not go by without a big problem. So if you want to play that, go ahead and play that. Yes, we did. Check this out. How's it going, lady? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Thank you very much. (laughs) Good. So we got this thing now, like 
that we, you know, we podcast, you and I, you, yeah. we, we podcast. We bonded over it. We bonded over it. So I say, oh my God, that is so horrible. So horrible. <laughs> ding, ding. Just introducing our show. Should we start over? Yep. yep. It was awful. I, yeah. Let me go back and tell you what I was using. And this is, um, before you do, I just want to say one thing. Now you all know why I start the show. Right. Because <laughs> you're like, Cause it's, oh. so um, we do this uh, thing, um, me and yeah, you. Duh. That's why I script everything. It is a script. I need to script it all, and it sounds great, but not if it's not scripted, then I go off of the deep end on something. But let me tell you, let me tell you, that microphone, let me, first of all, let me tell you where I was. I was mm-hmm. in my kitchen and my kitchen t- at my kitchen table. Obviously the worst possible place for me to record because there really was nowhere else that I could do it cuz at the time where we started Richie podcast, we didn't even have a proper home. We were living on the upstairs of somebody else's house that they had let us live in because we had to leave our home from before. Because it got infested by cockroaches. Okay? So that's Which where I was. Which is the most Elsie story you'll hear today. To abs- well, I, I don't think so. And then I decided more, but, yeah. I was going to buy a microphone based on dun, 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 how cute it was. Okay? So I bought a microphone. Oh, because the pink it was- one. I'm sorry? Was it the pink PR30? No, I never, I actually never used the pink one to record anything other than Elsie's yoga class way back in the day. No, it was a blue microphone. Okay. I don't even know if they make this Mm -hmm. anymore. Let's see if we can, I'll see if I can um, find it and then share it. Yeah. Sure, it was great. I'm not sure. No, it was was not, dude. It was a, yeah, I think they do still sell it. They do still sell it. It is a, Nessie. It was a Nessie. Oh, the Nessie. I the remember Nessie you microphone. That one. So I'm going to give this to you here in our private chat on StreamYard, um, John, so that you can see it or maybe click through or whatever and then put it in the comments because I don't think I can comment. I doubt that I can comment in there. So the blue, the blue Nessie microphone was really cute. It was very nice. In fact, I did my own little photo shoot kissing that microphone because it was so cute. It was like just looked microphony and very cool and it i does decided microphony i was going to buy this microphone because it look at how cool look at how cool it is it's like circular it looked like a it looked like a like the loch ness monster which is i think why it's called nessie so it was coming <laughs> out like this and it was on the table it already comes with its own little thing right and to hold on like there was it already had a little stand and I had, at that point, didn't even test it, didn't even worry about the fact that it was possibly not the best choice, but I bought that thing, and it was the worst choice that I could have ever made, given the recording environment that I was in, because I couldn't even hold it and put it closer to my mouth. It had to be on the table. It gave so much echo, and it had zero noise canceling, and I also blew into it, and it made all the noises. And it picked, it's yeah. just awful. It was horrible. It was awful. 
But not to mention we were like so awkward and my audio is not that much better. I mean, that might be a day where I had mine on, but I'm still I'm much lower than you. Like it like where it's not mixed properly and like we're very formal in the way that we're talking to one another. I mean, yes and no, because um that show also starts with a with me declaring something about um telling Fruit of the Loom to go fuck themselves or something. Like I Yeah. We it was to go pound salt. Mm-hmm. To go pound salt, which I had never heard of before, and that was interesting way to say. You know, one thing we didn't discuss is whether or not this show will be explicit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. We we could, I mean, as long as we we mark it each episode. Think, yeah, we could just do each episode. So if yeah. someone says, and then and then this is an interesting sidebar, but like, what would consider it to be explicit? Sexual content or cursing? And then which curse words? Is it like the George Carlin Seven? Oh my God. We go off on this for a while, dude. So I brought this up during our first episode because it was kind of a test. I wanted to see on on what level she was going to allow me to be um, inappropriate. I remember specifically thinking, I'm going to go hog wild inappropriate on this first episode and then dial it back just to see if she'll still want to do the show with me, if it will bother her, because I really had no idea. Because we didn't know each other that well. And no, luckily, we you were just like, great, let's do number two. <laughs> like, you well, gave zero, you seem to give zero fucks. So I was like, cool, then it'll be fine. And I think that it was funny because I, you said, like, is it like, what if we talk about something that's super, like, explicit in conversation? And I was like, what part of, like, talking about podcasting is going to create such an explicit conversation outside of right. like cussing, right? Of of profanity outside now of profanity. That, and I was just like, how I couldn't even. And then you're like, it's me. I. <laughs> you're like, I'm the explicit one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not about topic. God damn it! It's about. Yeah. Me. <laughs> it was you. It was you. Are the one you were literally saying? Can I just be myself? Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you didn't understand, right? Because you didn't know that I was going to be such a potty mouth. But correct. But yeah. uh, no. I don't even know. I think we recorded that first time that we sat, we recorded back to back episodes. Like we did four episodes, I think, within a week or something. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. It was something obnoxious like that. Yeah, we had a lot to say. I remember. And we launched with four. We launched with four episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, because that's what you do. Because that's what you like. That's what we thought we needed to do. Yep. At the time. But mind you, I was quite aware of how crappy my audio sounded. Like I was really, really, really aware. In fact, I had to go through the process of sort of like allowing myself to not be sounding great. So because I was already doing a lot of podcast consulting and I knew what appropriate or better than crappy podcast audio was supposed to sound like, right? So I had been in the business since like 2006. Mm -hmm. It's 2014. Mm -hmm. We're launching a show that is a show about podcasting for women. And I am known as like an an expert already at that time. And I'm starting this podcast sounding like I don't know anything about anything about audio. And, And this is why I think She Podcast was so powerful for me is that it gave me the perm- I had to give myself permission to suck to start this now because if I chose to get the best audio possible for us we would have never started because number 1 I had children around me you could hear my kids everywhere yeah 
I would not have been able to start without those children around me. Mm -hmm. I would not have found a quiet space in 24 hours for a year Mm -hmm. (laughs) to find a place of quiet. There was no way. I couldn't go anywhere else to record. I had no other choice than to use what I did at that time and to just do it. Mm -hmm. And so I had to talk to myself and and go, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put it out there. Whatever. Because I don't care if people judge me, even though I did, but I had to talk myself out of it because I, if not, we would have never started. I could have never done it. I could have sure. never done it. We have a clip of Elsie, uh, just this, this part of it. Yeah, here we go. I don't know, but it, it depends. I mean, there are a lot of people who podcast, like, you know, well, all our ladies that are doing all the entertainment podcasts um, yes. that do <laughs> seasons. Uh-huh. That's something interesting, you know, that they don't podcast whenever the season's done or they have to keep the audience engaged when the season is done. I could not remove them. Nope. And there's nowhere for them to go, so it doesn't matter. The doors were open. They had to go in and out. And they were Mm -hmm. squealing the entire Mm -hmm. time we were recording. There was just nothing I could do. I don't even remember. Honestly, like I heard it today. For the first time, but I don't remember hearing it whatsoever while we were recording. I probably just blocked it out. I think that that's part of what we had to do when we were when we were recording. We we kind of had mm-hmm. to. I mean, not even on purpose. It's just what you do, right? It's like just what you do. That's right. When you're talking to somebody that has their little kids in the background, I usually block them out. Like I don't. I just talk to the person, and I'm not like, "Gosh, those kids are loud," unless they're watching a Zoom. Uh, they're doing a class in on Zoom, Jessica. Right, right. In which case, that's it. That that's it. We have had a couple of messages from our folks. Let's right off the bat. Yesterday, I sent a, a message to our community number. So we have this lovely number that I get an opportunity to to go back and forth with and let everybody know what's going on. We let folks know when we're going live. We also have like random information come um, out of my brain and shared for all of you. Um, We also use it a lot for the Sheep Podcast Super Squad. So whenever in the Super Squad, either Jessica or myself or anything else is going on in the squad, we can like immediately just share the links of where you can find us right away. And it sounds, it's really cool to, I've been able to have like one-on-one conversations with folks. So yesterday I sent a text saying, oh my gosh, we haven't gotten ready. And those two things that are right, are right there at the top, Jess, those two are some things that we got back from our Interesting. folks. Interesting, that's right. There. So do you want to? Yeah, do let's you, do it. Okay, so first, uh, do you want to go ahead and read that one? Yep, uh, the status of She Podcast Live. Yeah. Because maybe I missed updates. Yeah. So someone sent us a question about what was happening with our event. And I agree that we have not, I don't want to say not been forthcoming, but we have not been too, too specific about our event. And so if you are listening for the first time again, sorry, but we have a conference. We started a conference in 2019 and we did a conference for women podcasters in Atlanta. It was super fun. And then we were planning the following year and then the pandemic happened. So we had a contract with a hotel in Arizona, in Scottsdale. They were kind enough to let us postpone for a year. And so now that we have, we have a date for this fall. And then Elsie and I were kind of deliberating as to whether or not it would be a good idea to have it this fall or not have it this fall. But it turns out we're going to have it and it's going to be great. I mean, Based on all, so you kind of have to do 
decisions based on all the knowledge that you have now. And the knowledge that we have now is that most of our country will be vaccinated by what our president is saying the summertime. So that means that by fall, it should be realistic that we could do an event. So we're going to plan for that scenario. And if it changes, we can reevaluate it in March and May. And the hotel is working with us to make sure that, you know, they're being very nice about if we have to change our numbers to have them be lower, or if we have to change the amount of space that we are being promised or are promising that we're going to use, etc. So as of now, it's on like the prawn that yawns at dawn. <laughs> yes. And I have been pushing to be really clear-minded about the decisions that we make and how many folks are going to be attending the event and being mindful of everybody first and foremost before mm-hmm. the She Podcast brand. So I think part of it is in the way that Jessica was saying, as of now, we're going off of the information that we have now. Things can possibly change in the future. But I do feel like I'm there advocating for space, for making sure everybody's taken care of, for making sure that the hotel is taking care of us to make sure that we also have the enough social distancing set in place, that there are places and, and the way that we set the schedule and the way that we have the speakers come in or if you know, we, we don't know a lot of different things, so we're really negotiating that for ourselves as well. But as of now, this is what's happening. What it will look like will probably not be what it was in 2019. It's going to be a, like, it's going to be a completely different event. And I think it's going to be really fun for us to lead in that respect in the way that we are leading with taking care of those that. I mean, um, for starters, there for will us. be sunshine. So that's a good plot. Like, I didn't see the sun for seven whole days when I was in Atlanta, I just didn't get a chance to go outside. But like right. in Scottsdale, everything that's inside is sort of outside. So the first benefit of doing it there is that it's it's a lot of outdoorsy. You can't go from one place to the other without going outside because it's not an inside. It's not a hotel like it was in Atlanta. So there's that. And then also we're negotiating with our tech team how we'll do a more robust hybrid version if, you know, if and how and when we need to in case our speakers can't come for whatever reason or in case things are different. And they're also being really nice about, yeah, like what she said, just letting us know, um, making sure that we have enough space. And so right now we don't have as big of a, we don't have the same kind of space for as many people as we had before. Um, and so we're making some changes in that way where last year we had about 700 and 50 so people and this year we've knocked it down to 600 so that we can make sure that we're not overrunning each other in and around the hotel as well as like in the ballrooms and in the breakout rooms sorry in the breakout rooms (laughs) sorry losing my mind but stay tuned so we're talking through a lot of those things and seeing what it is i i believe i don't know if jenny has contacted our the, the folks that applied to speak last year so if you did apply to speak last year you should have gotten an email not yet. From our team. We're sending it. Or it will be coming soon. So We're you get an opportunity yep. to check it out and mm-hmm. respond on whether or not you want to keep the session that you applied with or if you want to pivot in some way. Because I know for, for sure, I probably would have changed my mind <laughs> about many different things that I would want to be speaking about myself. So yeah, in the last year, absolutely. Yeah. So there's that. And then Obviously, we're going to open up um, the availability for speakers later on, but we're giving those folks that had already applied kind of dibs 
to be able to let us know what, what's going on. So stay tuned for more updates when it comes to what that looks like and what we're going to be doing in the future. Moving on here to another comment from Cheryl. So Cheryl said to us, congratulating us, and um, she she asks us, what it really to talk about what it means to stay diligent producing 300 episodes and if there were any times we wanted to quit and if so what you did to press on mm-hmm. what we did to press on well obviously it takes a lot of patience with other people <laughs> let's just start there a lot of patience a lot of understanding some laid back attitudes and behaviors and <laughs> yeah. some forgiveness, a lot of forgiveness. A lot of we'll forgiveness. Just say yes. that. On both parts. Yes. I mean, I'm just the one that does it more publicly. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that there are other things that happen where I'm just like, wait, what? I mean, so yes. As far as being diligent with your show and doing something for six years, I mean, I truly believe that in my case, it is her it's doing the show for her and with her i don't know that i would be able to do well i know for a fact i've had other shows with other people that don't last as long for whatever reason they're not as much of a priority and i don't know if that's because she and i are on a mission to do something specific or because i just feel like i don't want to disappoint her and she's one of those few people but that's not true because my because i mean john i've had podcasts with you i've podcasts with missy i don't want to disappoint any any of you it's fun this has been a blast it's fun and it's a combination of feeling like other people need to hear what we're saying that it's like fun but it has a, a specific purpose and and for those of you who listen to the show you know what the purpose is. I can't exactly explain it. It's not the only podcasting show. It's not the only show about friends that are talking. It's not the only show about any of the stuff we talk about. And yet it's so different from everything else. It's like a bunch of stuff put together. And uh, I think it really works. So I've wanted to keep it going. I love the fact that we we go and we try things and we come out and openly fail in public. I mean that's yeah, part of it. This is true. This is true. I think that you nailed like a couple you nailed a couple of things just because part of it, yeah, in terms of the forgiveness aspect of it, I think the forgiveness aspect of it goes in the in the entire realm of the way that we have slowly done what we have done, like in even in the way that we're kind of stumbling into this 300th episode. Like it feels sometimes it feels so huge to plan out the show, like the con- even other shows yeah. that I do, it feels like such a huge lift. Like a he- like I have to do this. I have to get the things. I have to make the show notes work. I have to get the thing. And then what has has felt and she podcast is just that we have made it. We have removed as many obstacles to us recording as we possibly could. So true. And also yeah. to be fair, not all of us feel that we have to do it. Thing like right. we you say that. But you forgot to publish last week and nobody gets mad. You just right. publish it on Saturday and nobody gives a fuck. Right. Or That's, if you didn't yes. write the show notes one week or if you're five minutes late to show up to record or if John doesn't have any of the drops that day or if my mic is, you know, we just do it's it. It's cool. It's right. just it's cool. cool beans all the time. And I mean, again, that's not something I don't know that I would have with 
with everyone. I said earlier, I, I really tested her at first. I was irreverent and inappropriate. And she was like, let's do the next one. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, like she doesn't care. Yeah. We never looked at our stats. I mean, I offered to do show notes, but she said she was doing it instead. And like, that's been the end of it. And now as symbolically as possible, here's my son to interrupt. Yes, Isaac. Well, how can I help you? Come here. I don't know. I know it's raining. He's okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I put him in the most possibly stained and messed up shirt so that if we go out in the snow, it'll just get soaking wet and I'll... Oh, good. All right. Well, that's I, great. I need you to go now because I'm actually recording a show in front of a little bit of an audience and I need you to leave now. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but getting back to the whole forgiveness aspect of it, because I think it is, it's like you, it's sort of like we even, we've been able to sustain it because it's weird to say this. We don't give a shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's John's like, the thanks, ladies. <laughs> Sorry. Now, what I think what it is is when something happens, it's we explain it and we use it as a teaching moment. Like, there's no bad right. podcasts. There's just yeah. things that happen. But we just keep going. Yeah, and I think yeah. part of it is that, you know, when she asked about like what's made you kind of want to quit, I think, you know, when I started to feel like there's been a couple times and it was all due to me. Where it was a couple of times where my tech was just a shit show. I mean, it was so bad. Hold on. There's been times when you've wanted to quit this show? Well, yeah, there's been a couple of times. Not quit the show, but quit podcasting. That's news to me. What? Because, yeah, after I finished, I know, because I was like, it, you know, my phone was going out. I forgot to press record. It, we, we, you know, we lost an interview. Like, it was like two weeks in a row where it was just. Yeah. That's happened. It was a loss. It was like time, energy, tech, connectivity, all the crap. And I just was so overwhelmed. And I, I was like, this is just so hard. It's so hard to do. And it really was just due to those couple of weeks. And then after that, I got over it. But. I got over it because of you, because of you that I had to, I had to, I didn't have to come back. I looked forward to coming back yeah. to that. Yeah. And the tech is the thing that made it super crappy, right? Yes. So it wasn't our show. It was everything. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. There was times when Elsie says, I'm moving to where there's no internet. <laughs> And the leaves on the trees, we can't record. And I'm like, what are we doing here? That was a good one. Yeah. I remember the conversation where Elsie said she can't record because there's too many leaves. And I thought John's head was going to just explode right off his shoulder. And I kept saying, how much – I mean, is this – it feels like Podcast Survivor. It's like, okay, we're (laughs) going to take this and we're going to throw this in the mix of it. And there was times where she would call in on the phone and the two of them couldn't hear each other and they're both jabbering away. And I'm just sitting here with my – I'm like – I'm rubbing my temple saying, I don't even know what I'm going to do, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's – you know – I forgot about – Yeah, because once I was able to like pipe in or call in via phone, it was great to be able to know that we could connect regardless of whether or not I had internet or not. But what sucked is the delay, right? So there's a delay when somebody's on the phone and somebody's not on the phone. And it's really hard to have a normal cadence of a conversation and timing when that's happening. And it's truly, 
I think that 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 could be torture. This could be torture for anyone. This is a great way (laughs) to make people like tell the truth because it's like, oh, my God, make it stop. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've never thought about ending the show or quitting the show or not doing the show. It's not even crossed my mind like maybe we should end She Podcast and not do the show anymore. It's crossed my mind that we shouldn't do any of the other stuff we're doing. Like, <laughs> like any part of trying to make it a business or a community. And not just yeah. like, I don't want to do it anymore, but like, maybe we should sell it or right. maybe we should do a totally different kind of business or, you know, like we've not, we've only just recently in the last year or two committed to having it be like its own business for business's sake. We've tried making money like every, all the ways. I think yes, and they've all every... worked on some level, but Elsie and I haven't always enjoyed them all. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that part's been complicated, but I've never thought like I would never do the show again. And who, you know, and there have been times when I've had to take long absences and she's had long absences. And we, I will say that had long. Absences. Yeah. And, and in December, I just don't want to do it. But mostly it's because with everything that's happening in December, I also don't want to think about podcasting news because all I can think about is like my to-do list and and she's traveling and I'm getting together with people and we have these things to buy and that thing to buy and this thing to buy and that thing to buy. The idea of every Monday coming up with an hour long show is like too hard. So we just don't do it. It's not because we don't want to. It's just that life is too ridiculous during that time. But also, I think that that's in terms for us, for longevity's sake, right? The idea of, I think the podcast itself, it doesn't have the the meaning of work behind it. It doesn't have that aspect to it. It has a, a diff. I don't even know if it has a label. And even if there was a way to get over, like, let's say we were all put together. And that's something that we've learned too. If I say, hey, Jess, I'm going to be gone for two months during the summer, I'm not going to be able to record the way that we do. Why don't we batch produce episodes? Like that's just something I know we would never be able to get through. No. Because <laughs> it's like, that's no. just, it goes against, I think. You either get a guest or you don't fucking do the show. Yeah, that's it. There's no way we could batch prepare or we use yeah. audio that's been out there. Because even when we do have like audio that we put in, like a, an interview or something that we've done in the past, like one of our Q&As because we couldn't record yeah. and we needed to get an episode out, even recording the intro is like pulling teeth, right, John? It's like, it's hard. when are you guys going to yes. get me the intro? When, and I'm like, it's fuck two minutes. And I still can't get it. But yeah, we just, oh, do you want to do it today? I can do it at 10.15. I have until 10.20. And then we yeah. try and then we're like, fuck, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. yeah. I've threatened them that I was going to do the intro and that gets them snapping too because they don't want me doing the intro. Yeah, that does help. But it's just we I think that there's something to be said about the nature of our show. And if and we have at least for me, it's like if I can't do it the way that we always do it, then it's OK if we don't have a show because it's then it becomes really stilted and it becomes really heavy and it mm-hmm. makes me feel stressed out about getting a show out versus Let's just talk. And yep. for us, that works. We can't give you advice to all of you who are capitalizing on your show for whatever reasons. Business right? purposes? I, right. Yes. Um, there's different bits of advice that I would give people to do that. And this is a type of show 
that I really don't think a lot of people are have the capacity to make, in all honesty. I think it's sometimes, it just takes a type of, like a, a mixture of personalities, a, a passion for the subject that you can come in, in this way, the way that we do it, that a lot of folks don't really do. I don't think, anyway. Especially a weekly show. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to find a good co-host. I mean, you would think it would be easy, but when you find a sweet spot and you find a co-host that you connect with, and then you think it's that easy and you're just going to go do that again, it does not happen. I mean, it's tough. No. Mm-hmm. It is. And I have had, you know, I've had co-hosts, not consistently outside of Jess, but it's a harder pull because I'm used to you. I'm used to you carrying stuff. I'm used to you. I can just say something to you and then you can just talk and that's great. And you tell me, you know what I found the hardest thing about having another co-host that's not you? That a lot of folks are kind of afraid of saying what they believe. Really think? Yeah. And I'm like, how is that? You're very spoiled in that I'm such a big mouth. No, but yeah. And so it's like, so what do you think about that? And it's like, well, that's really good. That's one thing Elsie doesn't have to worry about is opinions. She's got the two of the most opinionated co-hosts in the in the whole thing. In the history of the world. It's true. Between me and Rob, you must really like a good argument. <laughs> you must really enjoy well, some dissonance. That's and that true. doesn't surprise me because you also married someone who likes to have these like really yes. in-depth. In fact, Elsie, yeah. that is probably another reason why our show works so well and that we've stuck with it so long is like, we are the kind of people that like to have friends that will intellectually battle it out. And not right. everyone wants to do that. They want their show to be tied up in a pretty little bow with a pretty little package and a pretty little message. And like, we don't give no. any cares about that whatsoever. And it must be hard to be on a show with someone who's trying to make everything neat and pretty. And you're just like, but when does the fighting? Yeah. When does it? I mean, it's not I even fighting. my gloves. Let's do this. Let's it's do this. It's not even fighting. It's just a deepening of the conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You're right. I guess I tend to do that. I'm like that, too. I don't like to be on shows with people who are the icing and not the cake. (laughs) If that makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. And it's beautiful. But it doesn't fill you up. Yeah. For me, it's been great to be able to do it. But anyway. All right. So should we take... Where are we? It's a one... How long are we going to be doing this thing? How long are we done? And what are we going to take? Do you want to do the tool tip? Because you really like the tool no, tip. No, because I don't know enough about it. Do you? I just know that it's cool. I'm I don't know enough about, about okay. it either. All right. We'll learn together. Yeah. Okay. We'll learn together. And also, we must have this. We have to put it up on screen. So John's yeah. going to... Or somebody needs to share it. Just Someone asked about it. John's accent. It's South Jersey. Yes. Just so you know. It is South Jersey. We are. I'm mid-Atlantic, definitely. I have a bit of a Maryland, now Philadelphia-ish accent. But John, John's all Jersey, baby. That's oh all God. Jersey. Oh, my God. I hate my accent. All right. Let's do the tool right, tips. So let's look at the tool tips. Elsie's tool tips for today. Elsie's tool tips. So this time, Jess, you're taking over. You're going to do a little bit of a show and tell. So those of you who are listening to this episode... After we put it out, you can come and watch the video on our Facebook page or Twitter or on YouTube. I'll have a link in the show notes for that so that you can see what this looks like. Or you can just click a link in the show notes and then you can check it out for yourself. I actually don't know exactly what it does, but I I I'm think learning. that this... Oh, damn. Yeah. It's not cheap. I know that. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, 
You can go ahead and show folks what this is, and we can talk them through it. Okay, me or John? Who's sharing um, me? Whoever is going to share the screen. So I'll share this it. is uh, a tool called Rephonic. R e p h o n i c. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, it is, uh, I guess it has been touted to be a tool that uh, particularly folks who are looking possibly to advertise on podcasts mm -hmm. can put a name of a podcast. Ooh, wow, that's crazy. Um, but did you see the actual, oh, you're going to do the test on it? I'll do that so in that a minute. Okay. Um, so yeah, so just so you know, I wanted to start here. Discover, qualify, and contact the right shows for your clients or brand. This is the most extensive podcast database with unique data and metrics. And here's what it gives you. Searches, lists, alerts, advanced search filters, um, full search filters and exports. So now going to our show notes, I'm going to open up the link and then I'm going to type in our show. Yeah, so this is the cool part, guys. When you see this over at graph.rephonic.com, you can search for a show, and then it generates all these relationships with other shows. It does not explain what they're based on. No. But whatever. Well, no, yes, it does. Oh, let me, can I tell you Reach where it demographics, comes from? yeah, yes. It is based on, and this is the only thing that I don't really care for, it's based on the recommendations through Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast database. So whenever somebody subscribes to your show in Apple Podcasts, at the bottom of the list in Apple Podcasts, it has this thing like, and also also listen to section at the bottom, which you cannot in any way do yourself. Like there's no way to even find out what the heck that algorithm is. But this tool has capitalized on whatever that algorithm is and it gives you all of the relationships. And for those of you who are watching, you can see Jessica move around in this like mm -hmm. D 3D multidimensional. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know what it is. Where of all the people who listen or have subscribed to our show or listened in Apple Podcasts to our show and also subscribe to, and then it provides you with this like these other podcasts that folks listening in Apple Podcasts also Elsie, subscribe how, to. Elsie, how do you feel about the fact that both the free podcast for us from John Lee Dumas and Kate's take are one bounce away from us? Any feelings about that whatsoever? No, that, but then like, again, mind you, you have to remember that this is oh, only yeah, yeah, an yeah, Apple yeah. Podcast. So if, right. if like, let's say your podcast happens to be of either a demographic or psychographic that is primarily listening on Spotify... This is not going to reflect that audience for you. So if mm -hmm. if Spotify for you wins, if Google Podcasts for you wins, if Pandora wins, if your great if your audience is outside of the Apple Podcast ecosystem, this doesn't help you because right. this is a specific type of psychographic. This is somebody who only uses who listens to podcasts only in Apple Podcasts. So let's say an advertiser wants people who listen to my favorite murder. Or let's just say she podcasts, right? Okay. They go here and they click here. And if they want to go to more info about our show, they can. They click on this and then they will see if it's active, when it was founded, how many episodes, what categories, and then how much actual reach, what our engagement score is, what kind of presence we have elsewhere on the web. 
That's an incredible amount of data, dude. It is an incredible amount of data. And then let's go back. Like, it's not just because it's my show. I just want to show you, like, go to Kate's Take. Same thing. Wow. You can learn this about any. Oh, it's not active, though. Oopsie. That's all right. Well, see, that's what that's what's really good because then folks Ooh. can actually look at that. Ooh, look, number. She's very in Norway. famous in She's Norway. She's very high in Norway. It's very exciting. Um, okay. Exciting. So, like, yeah, here's here's Jody. Women. So, like, if I go back to here, let me click on Jody's show. Women taking. I don't know why it's all selected. I wish that would stop. Oh, here yeah, we go. that is so bizarre. I mean, it's kind of neat to be able to see all the shows. And also, I don't know if you noticed too, Jess, that we have two, like wow. in that little thing. That's amazing. I mean, we have two of those things set up in opposite places, meaning we have all of like, sort of like the women business leadership, branding yeah, things. And then the rest of them on the other side are all the podcasts about podcasting things. Yeah. So if I were an advertiser, this would be helpful. Also, if I wanted to create partnerships. Yes. Like who yeah. would be a good partner for She Podcast? Who has similar audience? Who has similar um, topics? Who do you want to be a, a guest on the show? Like yeah. you don't have to pay, mind you, you don't have to pay for all the stuff. You can really just look at the relationships and even discover some shows that folks are also listening to that you didn't even know were there. So then you decide, yes, I'd like to see my estimated reach. And then you go to the thing and it's $99 a month ah! for the light section. I mean, I yes. guess if, you're... if you want everything, it's $149 a month. Right. Mind you, though, there was just that article with Jordan Harbinger. Is that how you say his last Harbinger. name? Jordan Harbinger. 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 That he's spending 40 k on podcast advertising every month. He is spending. He's not getting. No, he's getting a lot more than that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's so you know. Uh, so this is what I'm saying. So for somebody who is spending 40K a month on podcast advertising, and they are seeing that for every dollar spent, they're making $3 on yes. every dollar, yes. then for them, it is, this is a no-brainer investment, I would assume. Yes. So, Without question. If I were Jordan, I would come on here, and yeah, I would look at the at, the, at his show, and then I'd see, okay, who else has got shows near me? That's where I want to advertise because that's my same audience. Wait, where the hell is it? Why can't I go in? Oh my in gosh, I can't go. even see it. Coming Maybe in, he's... coming in. There it is. Coming in. Here's oh my God. Jordan's oh my show. God. There he is. Ty Lopez, uh, 15 Minutes to Freedom. These are, as you can see, t- wow, totally different shows than what we're doing. But it's interesting. It's interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to his more info and just see. I mean, I know it's update, but like he has way more episodes than us. It's only been three years for him to get that. Um, right. He put well. He publishes daily. And also, I wonder if this is a thing where you can send this to potential sponsors, right? Like I, 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 in other words, oh wait, look, I'm a podcaster. Claim your podcast. Get started. It's free. Hey, hey, one moment, please. One moment. Oh, no. Come on. Uh, Let's just see. Let's do it. So for those of you who are watching, Jen just mentioned, she said, is this info connected to the you might also like on Apple podcasts? And yes, you know, it is it is connected to that specific data. And I think that we mentioned that in one of the episodes of the feed. If I have time, if I have time, folks, 
I will go ahead and link that in our show notes to the episode where we talk about that because the unfortunate aspect of this is that we don't know exactly what that algorithm is for that. There's no way to make that yours, meaning there's no way for you to go like, oh, I don't want that show to come up at the bottom of my you might also like thing. I want this show and this show or these types of shows to come up because my show is more like that. This is actually based on, and I think that this is something that's really Apple podcast centric, meaning that in Apple podcast, it really does a lot of the historical compilation of data since Apple podcast began or iTunes as it were way back in the day. And so that data is compiled from years upon years upon years of being there. So let's pretend the data that Jess and I have in Apple podcast was removed and you only got from 2018 to now. Let's pretend just from 2018 to now. I can guarantee that the the connections that you see on the screen for that would be completely different because when we started, there's a lot of those shows that were actually happening at that time. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of them are no longer even recording anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just not working anymore. But all of that information is still a part of the database. So, so I don't know if you guys are able to take a look at this, but it gave me all the information about my show. So this is our estimated reach. This is our engagement score out of 100. That's not very impressive, but... <laughs> my but come on. We're... It says, we look at the growth in new listener reviews and ratings across multiple apps over the past three days. So yeah, our audience does not grow. It's very consistent. I mean, like during the times when there's like... Um, a podcast conference, like even not ours, but like podcast movement or other ones, mm-hmm. our stuff will grow, but then it goes back to a steady stream until it grows again, et cetera. So that makes sense to me. Here's our engagement. This is all out of 100. That per- makes perfect sense to me. And then here's related shows, which I thought was interesting that the top ones, there's no women in there whatsoever. There's a few well, down Well, the here, first though. one is me. It's me. But yeah, there are yeah. no, look at that. And then Harry. And a lot and of them Dave, like you. Yeah you see have kind of gone away, right? Meaning yeah. like there's a couple of them that have been uh, pot faded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So so if you are a podcaster, you can go and uh, claim your show claim and your get your show. info. That's really neat. It is neat. I kind of really, yeah. yeah, I kind of really like that. And mind you, you know, when you were saying like our show doesn't really grow, it's kind of like, I think our show is sort of like the birthing podcasts. You know, like the ones... The ones that like I would I subscribe to when I was pregnant, like I subscribe to a bunch of shows that were about being pregnant. And then yeah. now that I have my children, I, yeah. why would I be subscribed to that show? So it's like when you first start podcasting or you are really into podcasting, you listen to our show. But then when you launch your show, when you you're you know, you have your like grown up podcast child. Yeah, you kind of sometimes step away from wanting to listen about podcasts like you just kind of want to do your own thing. You already figured it out. You kind of are doing it and then you come back once in a while to check in. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay. Perf- I'm not hurt by that. It's perfectly fine. I think for a lot of us who are, yeah, in podcasting, that's what we, we get waves of folks that are birthing podcasts birthing. in transition of podcasts or podcast obsessed. So I like the way yeah. you said birthing, birthing. We say birthing, birthing. It's not like birthing. The cat. It's birthing. birthing, birthing. All right. Birthing. What else? 
like anyway, it doesn't matter. You're right. Okay, yeah. So that was the tool tip, and I think it's pretty cool. You guys can check it out. Refonic, you know, refonic.com. I think we don't really need to go off the deep end. I have just negative things to say about Spotify, but we can wait till next week. Oh, I was thinking this last one. Oh, which one? Fitness Plus. <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah, I really like that. So I this... like it too. I was hoping you would I didn't even think to bring it up, but I I like Fitness Plus a lot. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk. So this is the Weird and Wild show of the week, John. Weird and wild, weird and wild, weird and wild show of the week. Yay. So, okay, this is the craziest thing that Apple has put out. And it's not particularly so far. a podcast. I know, but it seems so cool. It is. It's cool. not a podcast, so to speak. But it is a thing called like it's a what is it called? Is it a, called a walking experience or it's a I don't know what the na- label of this thing it's is. Called, called time okay, to walk. I, I went no no I went on the website apple.com forward slash apple dash fitness dash plus and it says make your move a new fitness experience for everyone powered by Apple Watch world class workouts by the best trainers new workouts added every week now with time to walk an audio walking experience yeah that's so cool yeah it is cool. It's extremely, first of all, just the shows, the, first of all, just the trainers and the courses are cool. I don't know the trainers, but the classes are cool. I mean, Sean Mendes is, is going to be taught walking with you for 16 minutes. Sure. And then I Dolly know. Parton. Hey, Crazy. I'm up for walking with Dolly Parton. It's right? so cool. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that audio experience. We're speechless. So for the- I I would totally do it. This alone would actually make me want to buy an Apple Watch. See, it doesn't make me want to buy an Apple Watch. I I love my Apple Watch so much, though. I don't. I don't. And actually, it's only for fitness that I would buy it. But then this seems really interesting because just the conversation, I I think the concept of it, and it's like, you know, I don't want to talk about this for too long, meaning because I'm going to mention Clubhouse here. But one of the ways that I mentioned that I wanted to use Clubhouse was to do like walk with Elsie, where I would just go into Clubhouse and say, come walk with me. And we would just walk Such and I would just idea. talk and we would talk. Yeah. Because what I have found is, and I saw an article the other day, Justin, I, I was really, really like sort of panicked, disappointed and scared at the same time mm-hmm. about the fact that this pandemic has caused the majority of us to even even those of us who are in, quote, a little bit more fit to really lose our ability to move in the world as a, in normalcy, meaning we don't have to get in and out of the car. We don't have to reach into the back seat. We don't have to like walk down to the, in the grocery store. We don't have to randomly go up and down stairs. We don't have to do all the basic, nor- like picking up your heavy bag, putting it, you know, I wear backpacks all the time. Like, I don't have to wear a backpack anymore. I used to wear that all the time. And all of those little movements in the day make your body stay healthy in some way, Mm. even if it's not about working out. And because of the pandemic, now we have like literally zero everyday mobility for your body. You're not Mm. doing much of anything at all. And so it is so hard for us. I would totally walk to walk with Elsie as well. I think that would be so fun. In fact, I was thinking about whether or not I would do it. Maybe it would incentivize me to walk every day if I did like a daily clubhouse where 
you know, it, it's another one of those things where you do it because you're indebted to someone to do it. And that's why you, you want to go. Yeah. And I just, yeah. Anyway, I but that. I just thought that that was really good. That it was is. an idea. And so when I saw that Apple had done that with the watch, it just makes it feel like I can, I can get behind that. I just didn't want to yeah. be st- like, I want to have my meetings walking. And there's so many times that I have to be taking notes and like really, like it really helps me focus, but it's hard. I haven't be- figured out how to do that yet. How to, how to be in a meeting. Part, yeah. I can't help you And with that. write notes. You need to bring your iPad and just, if you're walking, take your iPad and take physical notes. That's, I don't know what else, how else you would do it. Yeah. There's no, so, other, yeah. I mean, as far as the Apple watch, I love mine, but I'm also realizing now that I use mine for things you would never use yours for. Like I monitor my sleep and whether or not I'm still breathing when I'm right. sleeping or if I need a CPAP awesome. machine. Well, how would um, that be helpful if you are not breathing? Well, time of death. If you need a, if you need a CPAP, no, I don't mean you stop breathing permanently, but I want to know like what level of quality sleep I'm getting. Like is, oh. you know, is someone else keeping me awake? Am I getting up and down and up and down? I mean, I've learned a lot like, you know, and actually since the pandemic, I've only slept like four or five hours a night. I used to sleep at least six or seven and it's for various different reasons. Like wow. it must be stress. Although I'm trying, I try really hard to keep my stress level down, but I get up a lot and then I can't go back to sleep or I wake up early and then I sleep during the day. Like it's a mess. My sleep is a mess right now. So I monitor that. I also, there's a walkie talkie app that I use for Scott. So if we're in different parts of the house, I don't have to yell or call his phone. Oh, like, that's, that's kind of cool. That's like smart. Yeah. You can do it with anyone. I could do it with you if you had a watch. We could just, we could just walkie talkie each other. It's a walkie talkie. Really? Yeah, oh I do it with my sister too. Yeah, so that's cool. And then the weather, um, I use it for that. I use it to pay Starbucks in my car. You just push oh. it over to the Who thing. and Yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, I would use it primarily for health reasons, like literally for working out and for monitoring my heart. That's really what I want it for, to be able to monitor that kind of stuff. I'm not sure I would want to wear it to go to sleep but i do want to put it on when i'm more for like movement oriented things but i really like this idea i really like the idea that apple is getting behind i mean they put some little tiny things like the whole washing of your hands thing and the ability for the watch to tell you to stand up like it has a a few things that are thoughtful in in trying to help people i guess not be totally tech focused and not be in their bodies. Right. But so in that respect, kudos to them. But I do feel that all of us need to be moving around a little bit more. I mean, I feel the same way too. Like I, I'm not, I'm no winner in this category. Like it takes, like I would, that's why I got so anxious and sad because I'm like, I am so, I have never been this sedentary in my entire life, in my whole life. And I feel it. My entire body feels it. And here's the worst part. The inertia to not do anything is massive. Welcome to my world. Yeah, because I don't have any, number one, I'm by myself. It is inertia. Once you slow down and stop, it's very hard to start It's very hard. And you have, and I have no like momentum from the world. Like I have no, nobody (laughs) other than internally. And you know, internal momentum is the hardest thing to build for yourself. It's like, you have to constantly be like, okay, I got to. Like, it's tiring. I know. I will tell you this, though. Scott has lost, since the pandemic started, like 80 pounds. 
That's good for him. I shit you not. That is fantastic. And you are 100% right about inertia. I saw, First, I saw him just like making different food decisions. And then I saw him like decide he was going to organize a drawer. Mm-hmm. And that drawer turned into like the entire island, which turned into the entire kitchen, which now he's working on my bathroom and like hanging shit on the walls. Right. And it's just like the way he was when I met him was like, I used to have to beg him to sit down. He just yeah. was like a constant, I used to call it bustling. He just would bustle, yeah, bustle yeah, yeah. everywhere, bustle, bustle, bustle. And it would drive me crazy because I couldn't relax because he was always like finding things and fidgeting with things and like yeah. he's back to that which is actually kind of a blessing because it's been a long time since he's given a shit about anything enough to do that so i guess i'm telling you this because it doesn't have to be the pandemic you just have to find different things to keep that energy out like he's still not exercising but he is doing a lot more um what's the word when you exert he's doing a lot more yeah. exerting than i am yeah, because and it's like bustle, bustle, bustle. You know, I I feel that that is a really important thing. Yesterday, I had my whole day. I didn't have, I didn't have any like weird fires that I needed to take care of, um, which has was been a blessing. The past two weeks, I've had fires to deal with through the weekend, and so I was able to. I did four loads of laundry and folded everything and put it away, which to me was like mind blowing, and I got a chance to work. And I cleaned the kitchen. Like all of these things that happened, I was like, this is like, I am productive today. And I was not sitting down. Like, I mean, I was sitting down when I was folding, but I was like up and down and this and this and sitting down and working a little bit and doing more folding and taking the stuff out. And I yeah. felt like I can do like this kind of a day is great. But what I find now is it's the meetings that are very like, and now you will sit for three hours and just talk. Yeah. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm having an issue. Like yesterday, so we were doing the bathroom. His idea of doing the bathroom is here, it'll take five minutes and then dump every drawer and cabinet onto the floor. Hard. That's, yeah. Which is great for him. But for an ADHD person, it's like, how can I get out of this immediately? So like, I, and, and I, you know, I see the the madness of it because he wants to look and just be like, okay, here's all the first aid. Here's all the hair shit. Here's all the medicine. You know, I got that. But it didn't include my – anyway, it's not the point. There's shit all over the floor. And Shaletta Brundage invited me to come talk to her network. They were celebrating a year of network yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was invited to be on their thing. So I had to get in the shower. So I – Get ready for the shower. I step over one thing and step over another thing. I'm actually almost in the shower. And then I turn around to grab something, step on something on the floor that rolls, try to catch myself by stepping on another thing that rolls, landed like, like (gasps) on my ass bone. Cause then I go, I'll just go for the toilet. Right. So like I lunge for the toilet only to like near miss it. You know, and like, and like hit my lower back and like oh my God, land yes. on my hand and my ankle and stuff. Like it was the most, and Scott is in the chair going, no, like it's because oh. he can't stop it from happening. He and Isaac both were like, oh my God, as I'm like falling down. Anyway, I've now been sitting in this chair for an hour and like my lower back is starting to really be like, what I'm is so happening sorry. right now? No, don't, Ugh. no, don't apologize. Yeah. But it's just like, it just so happened. I never fall. And actually the first thing you said to me when I stopped falling was if you don't take dance classes, you never would have been able to do that. You'd be dead on the floor. <laughs> but, but apparently, you know, I still have a skill of being like, okay, this foot's not working. Let me go to this one. This hand's not working. Let me go to this one. And he like kind of watched me like, Oh I don't usually God. fall. Let's just say that. I trip plenty. Yeah. 
but I very rarely fall and land. So like it happens like once a year, maybe. I have a question because this happens to me. When you start what? to fall, everything gets goes slow motion. I don't know if it happened <laughs> to you because I did I, two weeks ago. I did the same thing. I come around the corner and I tripped. I hit the edge of the couch and tripped and went to catch myself. And then yeah. And now now I'm I'm out over my skis and I'm going down. The alarm's going off. Yes. Boop, boop, and I'm trying to find a place to land and how to land. And I just tucked yeah. and rolled. And it yes. sounded like sounded like a bomb went off in the house. Oh my god! And I'm yes. laying there because I'm almost sixty. I'm laying there. I'm like, did I just break a shoulder? Is everything working? Hold on, yeah. let's not jump up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. So I just got <laughs> I back up. Pretty and sure, I was okay, and I really had to get. In. I was pretty sure I was okay, but then yeah, later I was like, oh man, I have like kind of a cut. I'm like, oh man, my wow, my hands really turning blue there. And then yeah. Now it's just my lower back. Like I, instead of, I tried to sit down so that I wouldn't fall any further, but I missed. And so I banged the lower back of myself on the yeah. toilet. And that's what really hurts me the most right now. But yes, it was in slow motion because that's why Scott was going, wait, <laughs> no. Cause that's what I saw him doing, even though I was falling probably much faster. And he was like, I couldn't save you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause I had it where so, I was falling. There was a chair on wheels and I had to push the chair out of the way. So I didn't bang off the chair as a, and it's in slow motion. I'm pushing the chair and tucking the roll. Yeah. And, and then once you hit, everything comes back up to speed. I don't know. That was yes. But it is strange. It is strange how it works like that. Yeah. Two years ago, before Meryl moved in with us, one of the last times he went over to her apartment, she was coming to unlock the door for him and Isaac. I wasn't there. She was rushing to unlock the door and she tripped on the carpet, fell and broke her arm. And Isaac and him both were like, wait. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They're standing outside the glass going, as (laughs) they watch her fall and break her arm. Isn't that awful? Yeah, that's good That's what happened with. You know, when Randy watched Hunter break her arm, too, it's like he was yes, like, Yes, because he was, she was in gymnastics. Yeah. And he was just like, He just watched her do it. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. But anyway, <sighs> so terrible. Oh. Anyway, this is all to say we need to keep this is all to say my back hurts. I got to go. This has been yes. lovely, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Thank you for being with us for six years. Elsie and John, thank you for being with me as long as Yay. you both have. I know I'm. Yes. I know My that life being not be the easy same. is an understatement. So thank you both very much. Especially without she no, podcasts. it wouldn't. Thank, thank you. you. Um, so if you want to catch us on social, catch us at She Podcast on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also find our show notes at ShePodcast.com. You can email us feedback at ShePodcast.com. Otherwise, we will see you at 301. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 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 B